Well, welcome to you. It's great to have you here as we wrap up the very first week of the Damon Bruce Show on Damon Bruce Plus. And boy, are we going to end this thing spectacularly this week anyways in our debut week. I wanted to book a guest that was just an A-plus talent, someone who everyone in the Bay Area had a great relationship with, a real true celebrity and friend of the show. But unfortunately, that guy wasn't available, so here's Joe Fortenbaugh. <laughs> is this allowed? Is That's this definitely allowed. allowed. That's I'm absolutely allowed. allowed. How are you, brother? I, um, I, I, I felt that that was coming, the way that was being set up. It was, it was beautifully done. You're still the master of your craft. I like the intro, the countdown. Just like with fish shows, it's like, stay tuned, five, four, three, and then you get the, uh, the Absolutely. Music band walks out very nicely done dude it's great to see you that's what you should do they should cut to a shot of you not in your chair and you should walk in and there should be like a like applause (laughs) as you're sitting down (laughs) i tell you talk down into your lav mic mr fancy lav mic put your voice down there talk like this right into your cleavage that way we can hear you even a little bit better but you sound good you just sounded a little distant there first of all number one it's great to see you all sincerity you are a hell of a friend of the show, man. It's wonderful to have you here. And I know you're on a ticking clock. You have other things to do today. So I just want to jump right into it, Joe. Thanks for joining me. And yeah. let me ask you about the space that you are completely dominating on ESPN right now. All gambling advice uh, goes through Joe Fortenbaugh. How diff- First of all, it's, it's hard to win any bet in the NBA on any given day. How much harder does it get this weekend when you don't even have a way to gauge whether or not a team wants to play hard based on trying to position themselves for their own playoff run. So is it like a really good weekend to just lay off NBA nonsense? Depends on who you are. If you're a casual better who waits until an hour or two hours before the game tips, probably better to potentially stay away. Uh, if you're someone who's tracking the lines and staying on top of everything, it's a great weekend. Absolutely great weekend. Here's an example. The Warriors and the Lakers have everything to play for tonight. Everything. No one wants to be involved in that play-in. Warriors are in a matchup against Sacramento. They're at the Kings. They haven't played well on the road this year, but it looks like the Kings are going to sit everybody, right? That line was available at five and a half if you had the foresight to see this coming. There was an opportunity there. Now it's nine and a half, ten. So think about how much value you have in beating that information to the market. You don't need to be a genius to understand, you know, teams in must-win situations, teams that don't have anything to play for. So the Lakers are in that spot tonight. They're sitting up around nine and a half. That spread was originally around five. It comes down to the timing. So if you're one of these people that's going to jump in late, you know, rest assured, you're not getting the best of it. All this is cooked in, but I still think the Warriors cover tonight. We saw what happened a couple years ago in the play-in. They don't want any, nobody, when you're staring at a week off, Nobody wants to get stuck with a play-in when you could have some time off to get ready for the real playoffs. So, it's funny. So, it's it, what, what I see is a whole bunch of hurdles I wouldn't go over. You actually see opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you have to see, especially in the player props market. 
that's where it's at its absolute best. If you have an understanding of rotations, if you have an understanding of which players are going to see increased minutes when certain stars are out, you can jump all over that stuff really early, really early. And you can, whether it's a points prop, whether it's an assist prop, you know, there's certain tr underlying trends. For example, the other night, Joel Embiid going up against the Boston Celtics, he averages about four assists per game. His prop was three and a half. But when he plays the Celtics over the last two years, it's up over five assists per game because they play a defensive style where they crash on him when he gets the ball and he kicks it out. Finished with six assists despite having 50-plus points. Right, still game. put 50 on him anyways. But, uh, hey, so. going to win the MVP, right? So you got to be able to just understand that stuff. When one guy's out, what's the domino effect? And if you really stay on top of the information in the NBA with the guys that are ruled out every single night, you can do quite well. How did the NCAA tournament treat you? Shockingly good. I had UConn before the tournament started. So for the first time in like 20 years, I won every bracket I was in. I won the ESPN radio bracket. I won the daily wager bracket. Nice. I won the family brackets, everything. And it wasn't like I did that great in the opening rounds. I just, I had the champion. And yeah, my boy GQ points. got crushed too in the opening round, but he had UConn playing yeah. for cutting down the net. So he ends up yeah. winning on the last day. That's when you're in the, the ones where it's like the, the points multiply you got to be good at the end. That's all that really matters. It's an ultimate comeback story. So betting-wise, opening week, conference tournament weekend, I sucked. I think I lost, and this isn't just college basketball bets, but with everything that was happening around conference tournament time, there was a streak where I looked at my wife. I told her this. I go, I've lost 24 straight bets. 24 straight bets. There was a UFC card, college basketball. I mean, everything. It was just one of those runs for the ages. And in the beginning of the tournament, it looked like it was the same thing. So I started throttling back just a bit. And then towards the end, everything broke my way. Like I kept double downing on, I kept doubling down on UConn. I was playing UConn in the first half. So I'm, I'm probably around even maybe down a little bit because of how bad it was early. But a late push got me to a respectable spot. I love the donut shirt, by the way. Uh, are you and Nikki coming out here for any of the Greek shows? Uh, no, no, we oh. are not. I would love to. Those shows are the only ones that are not on the weekend which right. is going to be problem number one. And then problem number two, it's like there, there's no there's no break in the schedule. The schedule hey. just I, – I have set myself up to have, like, no time off. I was about to say, well, so did I, but then uh, time off was forced upon me. So, actually <laughs> – and you know me, Joe. Number one, I get laid off. I'm furious. The first non-furious thought I had was, well, won't need any burn vacation for those three fish shows at the Greek. I see, you know, you got the donut shirt on, and I wanted to ask you about yeah. what I think is one of the cooler things coming to Las Vegas soon, the sphere yeah. that is going to be opening. Give us an update. Tell us about that thing. It's basically an entire concert venue that blinks. It's it's this giant, it's the MSG Sphere, I think is what it's called. So Madison Square Gardens company owns it. Giant, just Death Star, rising out of the desert, complete LED on the outside. They finally started testing the LED. So it's um it's you can see it from where I live in Henderson. Like we're we're talking, you can see this thing from all over the valley because it sits right there in the bottom of the cereal bowl that is Las Vegas. So this is it's probably right behind Venetian. And the win, if you know where that general area yeah. is, expected to open this fall. It's going to be um, first concert supposed to be U2. I think U2 is coming in to play a couple shows. And then it's going to be open for the F1 race, which is in November. So part of the track goes right around that, which is going to make it extra cool. I heard imagine some crazy stuff going on on the outside. I heard the F1 race is essentially 
uh, a Super Bowl, New Year's Eve, and a porn convention all tied together. Like, it is the single hardest weekend to ever book a hotel room in Vegas, and it's going to be pandemonium for the first F1 race in Las Vegas. So from what I saw, there was a projection of what the Super Bowl, which is here next February, what that's going to bring to town in terms of revenue. This is supposed to almost double that. And wow. people are shocked by that, but we're talking global wealth that comes in for this, all right? This isn't just a bunch of fans. These are really wealthy international people. Cosmo, if you want one of those rooms with a balcony that could overlook, overlook the strip, they're building grandstands. So if you're not high enough, the trajectory of the grandstands is probably going to block your angle to the strip where the cars race by. Those are minimum $5,000 a night, 5000 a night, where normally it's a few hundred bucks. So the Super Bowl is going to be expensive, but F1 is going to be a completely different level. Well, luckily, Joey Courtside, Joey Billions, he can get these things done. I'm sure you will have a perfect position to watch it all. Uh, Best restaurant in Las Vegas right now, if anyone is coming in, not for the F1 or the Super Bowl, but just where you got to go to eat in Las Vegas right now. There's always something new popping up, and you're on top of everything. So it depends on what you like, obviously. Um, my, my, My favorite, and this is a totally selfish move, well, the locals casinos take really good care of locals. So we got one called Green Valley Ranch. It's where when you and uh, Jillian and Jack came to town, we went and had brunch outside that one day. Like yeah. that's Green Valley Ranch. There's a steakhouse in there that uh, is one of the few places that knows me from TV. And they've got this great happy hour menu. The place is called Hank's. Great happy hour menu out in the bar. Problem is it's first come first serve, except for high rollers, and Joe Fortenball because they they know me from TV. So it's like the one, it's like the greatest perk I've come across. And most people would be like, oh, it's a, a reservation at a steakhouse. Yes, it matters to me. I'm a simple guy. But I would say, you know, if you're coming to town, don't focus so much on the new stuff. Go to the old stuff. Go to the Golden Steer, which is ju- just off the strip on the north end. All right. Sinatra ate there. The Rat Pack ate there. Marilyn Monroe ate there. All the booths are named after them. We are losing these iconic spots by the day. And not just here. You're losing them all across the world. Like, think about what San Francisco was in the 60s and 70s yeah. and how much of that has been eliminated. So I would say go to a place like the Golden Steer. Go to Herbs and Rye, which is another great joint when you're in town. Look for the stuff. Frankie's Tiki Room. Go there and get a drink. Real shithole right underneath the bridge. You walk in. It's ultra dark. But they make these great tiki cocktail drinks. Go there. Try the old school stuff. Get to experience what this place was like a long time ago. Pregnancy simulators. When's the last time you strapped one on just for fun? Just you and Nikki on a slow Saturday night. Let's strap (laughs) it on. Uh, No pregnancy simulators as of late, which has been fortunate. I'm trying to think of anything stupid I've done lately that would be funny. Oh, if I had prepped this. I mean, fell in the pool halfway yesterday trying to clean it. We're trying to get ready for some good weather. So got the lower half wet, not just not paying attention in general. Um, minor stupid stuff, nothing big time stupid yet. I will follow up on social media if I can remember something. I noticed you got a lot of, um, a lot of uh, commenters, uh, checking in here as well. Dude, the people love you, Joe. uh, Experience. Comments are going nuts. People love you. They miss the hell out of you. They know why you left. You left for bigger and better things. And obviously, you're reaching all of those things. You're crushing it on ESPN. You got the radio show that's now uh, complimentary to the TV show that you're doing. And I'm just, you know, again, I have no reason to be proud of you. I can claim none of it. But I've known you for so long. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you, man. You are absolutely crushing it. And uh, 
Jillian and I will get back out there soon enough, and we will go to some of those shitty under-the-bridge tiki bars. That's my <laughs> kind of spot. We'll go to Hank's. We will eat half of a cow together, and uh, it, it's just great sh- seeing you, man. Thank you for coming on today. I didn't think we could book such a, a mover and a shaker, but we have done it. Unbelievable. Anytime. Anytime. I'd love to do it in a longer capacity. Just keep reaching out whenever you uh, want to think about it because – and there are days where I don't have things in the back end of this hour. And then we can really stretch this thing out. I still go back and I look at the picture on Instagram of you, me, Gianna, Too Short, and Mr. Fab from that day that Good you day. came in to do Fortinball Friday. And it was like the ultimate Fortinball Friday. The whole entourage was in the studio. There were like 40 people in that studio. By the way, Otis Bird Third, who is the leader of all things chats here in Bay Area sports, says, hash a go-go. Restaurant in Vegas. Yeah, that's actually where our studios are. The ESPN studios are at the link. And Hash House Agogo is one of the restaurants that's right there. You take the escalator up to the second floor. Good spot to grab breakfast, for sure. Joey Courtside living that bougie life. And he's got to go on to a show right now that I even might have more viewers then. But good luck with everything on ESPN. I hope uh, it works out well for you. Joe, thank you so much, man. It's great having you here. Our first Fort and Bruce Friday in the books. And the next time we do it, we'll find a space where we can just chop it up. And you know what? Here's what we need. You know how like any betting parlor in London will take any bet? We need to find that place in Casino and we need to start betting on like fish songs appearing on tour what night that's i think you and i could clean up in that department so they're not gonna do that at casinos like here in vegas or in a they're lot afraid of, of us casinos because of rules and regulations but i would imagine that if we wanted to have some fun and they wanted to do low limits we could find an offshore that i might know someone at and they might post something for us maybe we can get the first song a tour or we can get over, under, how many songs before David Bowie appears? Something like that, right? I, I love that an awful lot. I remember when we were at the Bill Graham, when you when you cut out at set break, you're like, 46 days, boom. And I do believe that caught you a brunch uh, in, in your life. We had a bet right there. We settled it quickly. Joe, I know you got to run. You're the best. Thank you, brother. Love you, buddy. I don't even know how to exit this thing. Do I I'm, I'm, I am going to knock you off. Goodbye. See you, Joey Courtside. Get back to the real job that you got going on. Thanks so much to Joe Fortenbaugh. Get yourself a friend like Joe Fortenbaugh. As a matter of fact, you have. Joe Fortenbaugh is a friend to everybody here in the Bay Area, and it's great to have him check in for our first ever Fortenbaugh Friday. So let me tell you, we got ourselves a fun day in San Francisco, home opener for the Giants. We got Giants and Royals, an eminently beatable team for the San Francisco Giants. The Royals have started terribly. They are 1-6 and six on the year. The Giants come back from their six-game roadie to start the season. They're 3-3. Three and three. They've been pounding home runs, and we'll see if they can get going on a good note today. Little drizzly out not exactly a gorgeous day in San Francisco, uh, but it's it's still the home opener, you know, pretty much rain or shine. There haven't been a lot of rainouts in the history of the San Francisco Giants, and the weather should clear. I don't think it's going to be a sunny day, but hopefully they get a baseball game in in San Francisco. Obviously, the A's are taking their show out on the road, and all they have to do is try to knock over the last remaining unbeaten team in Major League Baseball. They start a three-game series in Tampa a little bit later on this afternoon. I think my wife and I are going to try to get out there for the home opener, rain or shine. We're just going to kind of brave the elements we were supposed to be 
on a buddy's boat sitting in McCovey Cove, I think that's just officially pushing it. You don't need water falling on you while you're in the water, so we're not going to do that. But we're going to keep this one short and sweet today. We'll break a little news for you here. For those who want more of the show, uh, we have more of the show for you. But again, people just coming through uh, left and right. (laughs) When did Fortinbaugh turn into a young Katie Lang? That's... I don't know. It's a constant craving, I guess. Let's see here. Never go full Jeff. I think I keep a screenshot of text to 95.7 to record and bring it up on the air. Give me credit back to the day. He is claiming to be the person who created the pregnancy simulator idea for Joe Fortenbaugh. Uh, anyways, great to have him come on by Otis. Thank you once again. Thanks for bringing everyone in. And I, I really mean it. Thanks to everyone You've made this debut week special. You really, really have. We are approaching 4,000 subscribers already. That seemed to happen almost overnight. We, we, we appreciate those of you who have not only subscribed yourself, but have passed you around your circle, your colleagues at work, your friends, your family, saying, hey, go ahead and subscribe to this guy too. It means an awful lot. Thank you for joining us here on The Plus, Damon Bruce Plus. And for those of you who have been asking, where can we get this as a podcast? I am very happy to report to you that you can get this show. And not long after this one wraps up here on a Friday afternoon, and I'll be back with Larry Kruger tonight for a little home and home with Larry Kruger. Uh, We'll tell you all about that and use social media. I believe we're going at five o'clock though tonight. Uh, Larry and I are going to have an awful lot for you i think we're going to take the weekend off because it's easter weekend and we got stuff with family he's got stuff with family but if you want to catch up on anything we've done one of the biggest requests is when will you be available on podcasts well we're taking every single show that we've done this week all the shows that we're about to do coming up in the future including today it won't be long till we turn it around and the damon bruce show is now available to you right now With more platforms coming soon, we're available on Apple, we're available on Spotify, I'm available on Amazon and Audible, so that's just four different places that you can find the podcast starting right now, instantly today. You said you wanted it that way, we worked as quickly as we could, as fast as we could to bring it to you, and needless to say, my smoking hot IT department, aka Mrs. Plus Jillian, has just crushed it, absolutely crushed it in terms of getting us up on the air here, getting us distributed everywhere else. And uh, honey, come on, come on in. I'm waving you in over here. She's looking at the computer, monitoring this whole thing. And I mean it, I can't say thank you enough without the biggest thank you going to her. Honey, Say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for all of your support this week. It has meant the world. It's been so fun seeing the chats. I've never listened to my husband as much as I have this week, so I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry, honey. What do you think of the show? Are you still, are you, gonna, are, are you <laughs> Have you subscribed? Oh, yeah. I have subscribed. You, you, and we, we also are on iHeart. I just got confirmation that we're on iHeart, too. So by, by next week, we will be on any possible podcast platform you can imagine. If so not for her, him. if not for this woman right here, this entire week of shows would have been just screamed from my front porch. She has been amazing. She's unbelievable. Like, click, subscribe, just so she knows how great of a job that she's done. Uh, again, I am, 
I'm just the bimbo talent hiking up my skirt so everyone can see the ass that I'm shaking. No one wants to see This that. is the brains of the operation. Without her, we would be absolutely screwed. Let's see. I'm sure the chat is saying hello. Thank you, guys. Here you go. There it is. Mr. and Mrs. Ploos. We are together. Oh, we're getting close here, honey. We're getting close. Oh Mike gosh. one Mike says 3.9. Is it really just one more? Is that it? Is that all we got? Let's see. We can track this son of a bitch. Let me see. We go here. We do this. We do. Well, three. So nine more. <laughs> nine more. Uh, it's a little fuzzy. Yeah, nine more is going to get us there. Go ahead and call nine of your friends. Give my wife a reason to want to make love to me again because we hit 4,000. <laughs> I think she's going to get very excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. She's probably not. The nicest thing is, honey, it won't take very long at all. She, I so, don't know what to say to that. By I, the way, should, should Jillian start a Real Housewives recap <laughs> segment? Because I honestly think that people would stick around to watch that. How about this? A lot of guys are sitting here watching me. They've got no reason to drag their wives into whatever the hell this is. If there were a five-minute segment where, like, every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever we decide it is, where Jillian broke down that last episode of Real Housewives, not only would now your wives and your others and significant others want to also subscribe. Again, why have one subscription in a household when we could have two? But I'm guessing you would instantly become so much more wildly popular than me. And then maybe I could start producing your podcasts and just sit back and eat bonbons and just glom off your success. Yeah. Because that's what producing a podcast is. You just sit back and you eat bonbons. No, I, I mean, I'm ready. I've got my, my Andy Cohen book. I, you know, yeah. Who knows? By the way, Andy, we'd love to book you. I'd love to have you on. You and I have a mutual friend. I'm guessing you know Tom Ackerman because you're a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan and you can't know the Cardinals without knowing everyone on KMOX. Like the back of your hand, that's family right there. This is family right here. Thank you, honey. Really appreciate everything. Thank you all very, very much. Please share with your friends. Like, subscribe. Go subscribe on all of the podcast platforms. Those <clears throat> initial numbers mean huge things for us. So please, 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 please. I just downloaded like five new podcast apps this morning so I could download and subscribe. So please do it. Really appreciate the support. Thank you they're, so, so much. They're already declaring you a hit in the making. There's there's just no doubt. Another. Oh, oh look at this. My sister, who is Pinky Manning. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> Looking for another Bruce to co-host? Yeah, we'll bring in Lindsay. Here's the thing. Eventually, we're going to get the whole family involved. The Duchess will be by this year for our, you know, a coin a mother, a son of a Bruce has to happen once again. Uh, thanks to everyone. Really appreciate it. All right, honey, we need to have you learn how to leave the stage now. Thank you very, very much because we have things to wrap up here real quick. Nice little bow. In case you all wanted to feel just a little older today, here's my last gift to you during our debut week. This is officially how old you are now. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Today, The Sandlot turns 30 years old. One of the great movies, a great baseball movie, a great kids movie, a great friends movie, just a great movie any way you want to look at it. The romance, the nostalgia. Was it Wendy... Pfeiffer Burger? I can't remember. Anyways, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part 
of this little sandlot that we're building right here. Thank you so much for supporting us this week and going forward. Tell a friend, tell a tell tell your tell your wife, tell your girlfriend, tell your mistress. Everyone subscribe. We really truly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Enjoy some open well, that's not opening day baseball. Enjoy the home opener, Giants fans. Huge Warrior game up in Sacramento tonight. They better extinguish the beam. Uh, if the Warriors really want to go somewhere special, that means not the play-in. We'll see what they look like this weekend. It's a very interesting NBA weekend, and I'm going to be back on Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern, to recap it all with you. Thank you so much for making this debut week so memorable, so enjoyable, and we have really turned around one of the more stressful moments of our lives into one of the happiest moments of our lives. We're celebrating these little wins and successes by the day, by the moment. Oh my God, 3997, we're getting there to 4,000 by the time I get upstairs and, uh, and, and grab another cup of coffee. Hopefully we'll be at 4,000. Thank you to everyone. You mean so much to me. You mean an awful lot to the family. It's great to have you here. And we'll be back on Monday. We're going to be dropping little video clips throughout our our first week. The highlights on you all weekend long. We'll be back live on Monday. Thanks to everyone for making this week so very, very special. It means an awful lot to us. Please also remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that. 